Well, Stevie, I think we jumped around way more tonight than we did every time. Did we? Good. The Lightning Audio Network presents Martini Mondays with Phil Esposito and Bobby the Chief Taylor. Have a seat, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the show. Here's Espo and Chief. I watched Conor Bedard score a goal against, who the hell did they play? Edmonton. Edmonton. Chief, the way he scored this goal was, the hands are so quick. This guy's going to score 60 goals in this Has league. he turned 19 yet? Nope. Oh, he's going to be a, he's going to be sweet. It's freaking amazing. That's yeah. all I can say. It's like McDavid. What a player. Who skates better than McDavid? Nobody. Oh, wait a minute. Remember remember the All-Star game that was here? Point beat him. Beat him on the speed? On the speed. Yeah, but that's around the rink. Yeah, I know. And Not with the puck in your stick. With McDavid with the puck on his stick? Oh. Very few guys yeah. I've ever seen in my lifetime. I know. Can do that like that. Oh, I know. And Bobby Orr is one of them. Yeah. And uh, no. you know, you know the funny thing. Just a, a footnote here, and I'll just in, interject in a sense. When we used to play Boston, I had to always play in Boston because Bernie wouldn't. Oh, play. I know that. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I used to warm up my stick. <laughs> I put it in, and I go, especially for Bobby oh, Taylor. Yes, Chief Taylor. <laughs> anyway, um, we had to. I used to sit there, and I would. He was so good that we were we used to watch him, and I go, "What? Are you, wake up, you idiots! Idiots is a polite word for assholes." <laughs> anyway, he said, <laughs> "I said we got to play against him. You can't sit there and watch and marvel at how good he is." Yeah, and you can't, and that's what they he a lot amazing. of people watched. I to, I think I told you this story when we we're playing in the in the finals that year. 74. Right? In 74. Freddie Shiro came in to us because we, we thought, how the hell are we going to beat Boston? I think 11 guys off your team went to the Hall of Fame, for God's sake. I think I think like so, that. too. And we said, how are we going to beat it? Freddie comes in to us, our coach, and he says, listen, and this was before the automatic icing call was in. He says, I want you, when Orr's on the ice, to dump it in his corner and chase him and chase him and chase him. And make him skate and skate and skate. And if you can, just lean on him. You don't have to kill him. Just lean on him. And we looked. It worked. At, and we looked at him. We said, "Are you effing crazy? That's the best player in hockey. Will you want us to give him the puck?" Yeah. So a footnote to this is that Cheesy was in the World Hockey. Gary Jerry Cheever. Right. He had gone to the World Hockey. So he would come to watch the games. We had I Jilly, think it was the Jill ones. Uh, it was the one in. Uh, uh, we split in Boston and won the two in, in Philly, and we were going back to Boston. Game the, five, you guys beat us in overtime. Exactly. Because Clarkie scored. I'll never forget yeah, that. And that's the game when Cheesy came, and him and I went for a beer. And he said, he told me, he says, Chief, if you ever tell this story, I will deny, deny, <laughs> deny this one. So I think it's 50 years now. Okay, I think you we, guys, you we can, can tell probably it. talk yeah. the story, right? Anyway, so we're having a beer at Rixie's, and 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 and. You know we're um, we're pretty pumped and everything. He says, he says I talked to the man, and the man is Bobby. Yeah, right. He says I talked to the man, and he said, you know what, cheesy, I don't think we're going to beat this team. 
He says, they want it so much, and I am so tired. They are wearing me down. And I'm going, holy shit. No, this is, what, 20 years, 10, 20, 15 years after that, after the fact. And, And I'm going, no, actually, it was still during the season because I couldn't say anything. He says, because I'm so tired. He says, every time I every time I get the puck, every time I look up, there's somebody on me on and leaning on me and leaning on me and leaning on me. People don't understand. The way the game's played now, it's all skating. And yeah. you can skate forever. 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 Never get tired. But when you're pushing off a 200-pound guy every constantly. play. Constantly. Eh, constantly. You get tired. Really tired. And he, he said... You know, and Joey Watson and him were best friends, right? You're right. And the next year when he went to Bo- to Chicago, which is a travesty, I can't believe that Jacobs let him go. That's another story. That that's, another, another that's another I day. Because and, and that's a, tra- no, a bad story. I know. People don't understand. Bobby Orr had to retire at 28. I know. 28 years old. He was 10 years in the league, 28 because of his knees. And we had no arthroscopic surgery back then. No. And let me tell you. It ruined him. It ruined, ruined one him. of the greatest players to ever play the game. It would have been unbelievable. But can you imagine when he said that? Yeah, He I said do. that to Cheesy. And do you know that? In 1979, when I was with the Rangers and Freddie was coaching, mm-hmm. we beat the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Throw it in Potvin's corner. Lean Is that on right? Him. Lean on him. Lean on him. Same thing. Yeah. Now, I didn't know he said that to you guys about Bobby Bob, Orr. Bobby, yeah. But this is in the 79, which is five years later. Later, right. And it was the same thing, and, yep. we, and we beat him. Yep. And we beat Islander, which we had no business whatsoever beating. <laughs> and Johnny Davidson stood on his head yes, that he series. Did. Boy, he yeah, was he as good yep. as you can play. Yep. And uh, But that was another thing that Shiro did. It, it, well, Freddie was a student. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. that. He was. Uh, he was weird. He was weird. But he <laughs> There's was. There's no doubt oh, about he that was either. Weird, yeah. It, you know what? What? Uh, and and. But you know, I think I told you this before. He used to come into the dressing room and play Land Ryan practice. He'd walk in. He'd walk by me and he'd whisper. He'd go. If you keep playing, you're going to be too old for the old timers. <laughs> you did tell me that, and I and I looked at him. Finally, I did tell him to f off, frick off. You know <laughs> what I mean? I did, and he looked at me because he couldn't do anything with me. My he, contract was prohibitive of trading me. Yeah. But you know what? He was really smart at too. Freddie never called anybody in to his office, a player. No, not that I recall. always call the captains, the captain and the assistants to come in. By the way, Taylor isn't really playing well right now. What's going on with him? I want you guys to start putting a fire under his butt. Yeah. He would make it. And you know what? Think about it. We would look. Peer pressure was much more positive for us. In our, and I think it would be now than it would be then. Your coach. You hear your coach all the time. It, it, you know what? It becomes white noise behind you all the time because he, the same thing same comes over, thing and all over, over, over and over again. But if a teammate comes to you. Different story. Could, it, different. Because I can remember we're playing the Islanders in, 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 the, in their first cup, I think it was, and we were going to beat them in four straight. We scored the goal to win the game, but 
you know how the green light can't or the red light can't come on if the green light right. comes on. Well, the red light came on, then the green light came on, and they ruled that 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 the green light came on before. So we had to go play, and we ended up going to Game Seven. I remember Clarkey, Ricky McLeish, God rest his soul. Yeah, Ricky McLeish was a very talented player. Was he ever? Yeah, but we call it, he was a space cadet. Yes, he was. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I call him uh, quarter to twelve <laughs> because his head was always. T- Tilted to the left, like it was quarter to twelve. I said quarter to twelve is easy coming. But I remember Clarky saying, "Ricky, get in here." And him and him would go into the bathroom. Remember, I told you that story. Yeah. And he would give, and we would all be dead silent, and we could hear him giving him crap, like you don't start playing when you don't score, we don't win. You don't understand that you don't. You have to play your best if we're going to win. You got to be the guy. And like that, and the hawk would out. And we call him the hawk because this is a funny story, and I can huh. tell it because he's not yeah, here anymore. Yeah, I never heard that. We're out in in um, San Jose, and and there was a that bar we used to. No, it was Colorado. I'm sorry. When it was before they moved to New Jersey, in Denver, and and in Denver, yeah, and they had that bar that had that sort of an island in the in the I middle. I know the bar. I forget the name of it. So right? And and we're all sitting in the middle of this island. It's like a gazebo in the middle of a dance floor. Uh-huh. And Ricky asked this girl to play. Now Ricky had a nose that oh, was his. so flat he could bite a wall. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting there and we're all sitting there. Of all the guys, me, Clarky, the guys are gonna bust on everybody, right? You know? <laughs> And Barber, and all of a sudden, Barber was and Van Im too. Van Im was, was, was an awful ball buster. But anyway, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Ricky, not the brightest star in heaven, he's standing right next to the gazebo, and he asks this girl to dance, and she looked at him. He says, "Not with you, Hawk Nose." <laughs> That's how he got his nickname, the so Hawk. You, call, you guys just we, call him the Hawk. We call him the Hawk. So he, he, he had this. And I can remember the wife says, Ricky, how come they call you the hawk? He says, because when I skate, my hair flows out behind me like a hawk. <laughs> we didn't have the heart to tell him. It was because of his flat nose. <laughs> Unbelievable. It looked like a hawk's beak. Yeah, you, you, we all had guys like that, eh? Yeah. We really did. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to get it from Cash <laughs> and even from Kenny. Hodge. Hodge, wouldn't say very much usually, but he would lean over once in a while and he'd say to me, well, he was a blockhead. I always call him blockhead. <laughs> I, I love him dearly. I've known know. him since he's 15. I played against, I played with him when we were in St. Catharines when he was 19. And what am I, I'm 80, going to be 82, and he's got to be 78 now. Yeah. 78, 79. Yeah, Can he? No, he's got to be my age, 79. Yeah, he's got to be, right? Yeah, three, four years yeah. younger than me. Wait a minute. I'm 78, yeah. I'm seven. No, he's he's three and a half years younger than yeah, I. Yeah, I'm 78. Yeah, so he's okay. he's about your age. Yeah, you yeah we played together in, in, in St. Kitts. He's still young. He's yeah. still got socks yeah. Yeah. from 78. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, we don't wear socks down here very often. Exactly. <laughs> These players nowadays, it drives me crazy watching them dress with those tight, tight things that go down to the ankle and it's tight. 
and there's no socks and they got loafers on. I don't, that looks like the 1920s when you watch these old stinking movies <laughs> in the 30s. That's how hey, tight they were. I ask. can't wear them that tight. Man, I can't sit down. <laughs> I gotta, Let me ask I gotta you wear something. an inner jock to sit Re- down. <laughs> remember, remember when you would get a new pair of skates, you would sit and you put them in a bucket of water and you would have them in your on your that feet came in the bucket later of water. In my career, and I never ever did it ever. And and because the skate would fall to your guys, foot, a lot of guys did it. I watched them do they it. They don't have, don't do that anymore. I don't think so. Hell, they change blades on the on the bench. Oh, I know. Shit, yeah. I don't know how they do that. And uh, I mean, we got one pair of skates a year. Oh, big time. And that's that it. was uh, our last pair was our backup. Yeah. And that's what you got. <laughs> and you got a certain amount of sticks. So when you had a good one, I would keep it. Oh, and you I would sleep use, with it, so nobody could steal it. I would not use it in practice. <laughs> I would not use it in practice. Uh, I know. Because yeah. it was my game stick. What, did you put a wig on it and put lipstick on it so it was like I it was a girl? I tell Frosty, who was our <laughs> trainer, I says, save this one. It's my game stick. And you know what I used to do, too, if it got a little crack? Yeah. I'd put white tape on it first, then black tape over top of it to make sure it wouldn't break. Right. Yeah, you were the only one that really had that black tape. We couldn't see that goddamn puck come That's up why I did it. I know. I would hide the puck. I thought just that little bit more. Oh. Really, people don't understand. We would look at the blade and how it was curved. Like if you were con, if you were, if the blade was over top of the puck, yeah. it was going low. If it was opening up, it was going high. And and, and this is a fraction of a second, but that's what we looked at to see which was and going with to do. black tape. You couldn't tell it. We that couldn't much. tell because we couldn't see the damn puck. I know. I took every advantage of no whatever. No wonder you scored 76 goals. Well, I, that's why I used the black tape all the way through the blade, man. And I uh, gave I gave a lot away with the shot. There's no doubt about yeah. that. I remember Cheever's that dirty, rotten, no good. He says, come on, Nespo, shoot at me. So I'm, I'm at the, just inside the blue line. I'm wristing him. And then he says, oh, the hell it is. He takes off his glove and started catching him. I said, no, that I don't like, Jerry. I don't like it. I got to get closer. <laughs> but, that is a, you know what? That is a personality that had he, if he was playing today, they would make him a superstar because of his. Cheesy? Oh. Without a doubt. His without sense of doubt. humor and everything. And when I say this, when you need to win a game, win a game. Who would you put in the net? And you know what I say? I say Bernie Perron because I played with him, but that was only for two years. But the guy that I would want in the net was Jerry Cheevers. There was one other guy, Billy Smith. I was going to say Billy Smith, too. He just turned 80, 81, I think. I yep. saw if you needed to win, those were the guys. Billy I Smith said, or Cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie got. Bernie that. was great, but well, Bernie got the stick in the eye, and it, it, it ended his career. Yeah, but cheesy, che- boy, when it when it came down to winning, him and Smitty were yeah. unbelievable. Yes, they, oh, were. they were. They were really. They good. just all of a sudden their talent just came this higher. Bernie was so good in '74. Oh yeah, and five. And five. You're right. And then that's when the that's when the eye got him in '76. Okay, and I uh, and it was like 
He wasn't like that in Toronto. He wasn't like that in Boston. No, no, he wasn't. He just wasn't. No. But boy, with Philadelphia, that's when he matured, would you want to say, or whatever you want to call it. He became that guy. Because yeah. he only averaged 22 shots a game against. That's probably the reason. Because <laughs> nobody wanted this. I mean, Marty, and he never got a stream shot. A lot of guys think Marty Brodeur is one of the greatest goalies of all time. Yeah. But holy crap, his defense in front of him and the way they played, he didn't get a lot of rebound shots. No. You know, and Marty was good. Don't get me wrong. Brodeur was terrific. But holy max. Man. But think about it for me. Because uh, who coached who coached uh, the the uh, Devils back then? Lemaire from Montreal, right? Who? Scotty, Larry, um, Larry um, Robinson, Robinson. Well, he used him because he hired him as a. That's it's right. Just, yeah, and the that's thing right. was, everything that they were taught in Montreal, and it started with Jacques Leperrier. And 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 um, Toe Blake, and and coming all the way up, Scotty. They always said, when the shot goes by you, you can't do a damn thing about it. So you got to make sure you block out that a guy can't get the rebound. When the shot goes by you, it's the goalie's thing. Think about today. You can't do it. You can't block that guy. I've watched it. I've watched it. I've watched it. And then you know what? They say you can't, but they do. Because that's what, um, um, you go back a couple of games, and and that's what Vancouver did. Blocked out after the yeah, re- for the rebound. because what happens is. Well, talking, he went right back to the basics. Oh, shit, yeah. That's what he did. Exactly. I, I, but the thing for me is that. When you you can't do a damn thing once the shot goes by you, so make sure the guy that's coming in can't get to the rebound. You know but the funny thing is, everybody Keith, looks at the puck. Yeah, I know. A, a, a fellow, a friend of mine from Vancouver, I talking to him on the phone, and I says, "Boy, the Canucks are playing good." He said, "Phil, I went to a couple of practices to watch. Know what he did? Basics. Everything was basic." Basic, and they constantly, constantly, from opening day of training camp, was the basics. Make sure you get the puck out. Don't lose it at the blue line. Don't lose it at either blue line. Get it out. Get it out. Make sure you get it out. That's all there is. We don't do that with the Lightning. I can't tell you how many times I hear Dave when I'm sitting there watching. Yeah. Or even when I'm listening to him on the radio, because I don't get to feed because I got different cable systems so I can't get it. <laughs> yeah. But I listened on the radio all the time. And Dave is saying, can't believe this. They're two feet from the blue line. Can't get it out. Can't get it out. They can't get it out. And they, they miss it again. They miss it. That is when you've got to be as tough as you can possibly be. And on face-offs, as a centerman, when it's a 50-50 and you continually lose those 50-50, it's not the centerman's fault. Exactly. It's the stinking defenseman or the stinking forwards that are not doing their job. Yep. I guess I'm really defending the centerman, aren't yeah, I? I know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? But it's true. But think about it. Think about For me, I've said this a lot. And Stevie's probably heard it a lot because when, yeah. I, when I go on. Think about this. 
the most important place in the game is the blue lines. Well, without and a three doubt. feet inside or outside. or outside, the defensive blue line. You're three feet from that blue line. It's got to go out. You know, if you're three feet in on top of the blue line, it's got to go in. But you can't turn it over at the blue that's lines. That's been like this forever. I know. There's basics of hockey. There's that's, basic of baseball. There's basics of basketball. I always say there's certain things in sport that are done forever. Like for instance, baseball. They still turn the double play when Ty Cobb turned the double play. Same thing. They still do it now. Yep. It's the same thing with this game. You could tell me all you want. It's a different game, which is true. true. It's faster because there's no two line pass. But the blue lines are the most important area. Three feet before and three feet after. If you don't turn it over at the blue lines, you have a good chance to make sure that you're cutting down the scoring chances for the other team. Well, Chief, we've come to an end of another one of these. And let I me know. say this. I think we got it all solved. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We got it solved, oh, folks. Oh, yeah. We're so but smart. But now we got to get... The players to believe what the hell we're saying. <laughs> or, the have, or the coaches. Or the coaches. How about the coaches? No, 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 no. Anyway, good luck to the Lightning. That's all I can say. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, and you know what, Phil? This is our team. It is. I played in Philly. You played in Boston. Oh, well, no, this we both is, played in Chicago, but that's just... This is but it. this is our team. This is our team. I mean, we somebody... We live and die with this team. Somebody asked me, I mean... When I was up in Boston, you you really, Lightning is your team? I said, listen, the Lightning is my team because I gave birth to it and I didn't play. When, as a player, Boston. Yep. It was the greatest time of my life. I had the greatest uh, uh, career for those seven and a half years in Boston. Yep. I mean, uh, you just look at the record books exactly. and, I said, and you'll see what kind of career I had in Boston. Just ask so, me personally all the goddamn goals he scored on me. <laughs> well, for me, that was my personal high as a player. Yep. But the Lightning, it's, 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 hey, look. Same with you me. You women will understand this, and most men will, but women specifically gave birth to the Lightning. Yep. So nobody's going to take that away from me. Yep. Nobody. Anyway, talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Martini Mondays with Phil Esposito and Bobby the Chief Taylor. New episodes drop every Monday in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to tip your waitress and leave us a five-star review.